The hip-hop community in northwest Arkansas is continuing to grow thanks to Groundwaves, a six-month hip-hop open mic and mentorship program led by West Coast rapper MERS and Cash, the creative Arkansas community hub and exchange. Groundwaves is currently in its third season in northwest Arkansas, and since then the program has grown to include a sister program out of Tulsa and has seen their artists perform with Run the Jewels, Big Boy, and in the Pursuit of Happiness Festival in Ontario, California. MERS and Preston Poindexter, who is the program manager for Groundwaves and a participant in the program, are here to talk to us today about Groundwaves on the What's Up program. Thank you for joining me, MERS and Preston. Thank you for having us. All right, so um, I wanted to start off, um, I saw um, a video on Instagram, MERS, that you you were sounding off against hatred in local scenes and like local artists kind of hating on each other. And that seems like something that's really universal, you know, regardless of what kind of art scene, whether it's, you know, painters or, you know, rock and roll musicians, whatever. And so I'm wondering, what do you think causes a lot of that? Um, strife between artists. I like the word strife because <laughs> um, hate is like a serious term and when we get into regions as this, it's, it's more overt and hate is should be reserved for, you know, real so hate is, I'm using it in the hip hop sense like fat or Dr. Dre being a doctor but he's not really a doctor. Okay. It's not really hate, it's more strife, more friction, more petty differences that grow um, so I don't, but yeah, so we say hater as a <laughs> You know, term. So, but yeah, all the the hate between the groups. I guess it happens in all oppressed circles. I think, and artists. I think in a, and especially in a capitalist society, are definitely oppressed. And as musicians, even more so now, is that that they've taken away the value, the monetary value of music, where where you can't even make a living. Like when I mentor these kids, I came I came up in a time where you can make a living, mm-hmm. um, and even then we were still quote unquote hating on each other. Yeah. Um, now. It's it's even worse because there's such they feel like there's such a small window of opportunity to make it big, and when you're from a smaller place, you feel even more marginalized. So there's you know if there's only ten guys that are gonna make it out of L.A., there's only one that's gonna make it out of this whole region. Is the mindset I think, and I'm the best, and I can't be associated with anyone else here because this place is for losers and. You know, whatever they, I think they feel like that coming from here. And in, in, in a small, like in LA, it's just, it's just the scarcity mentality, which is capitalism. You know, yeah. it, there's only so many spots left. There's only so many record labels. There's only so many Grammys. There's only so many, which mm-hmm. none of those things are even part of the legacy of music. The history of music is tens of thousands of years old, beginning the dawn of time, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And, but we're crammed into seeing it as this, thing we this competition that's been going on for the last hundred years to sell records that I, I believe Thomas Edison helped kick off mm-hmm. when they stopped allowing this phonograph to be self-recording mm-hmm. and now so I think that promotes the hate and then like I said it's just it's a small town it's and you know self-hate it's mm-hmm. it's all like oh I'm people don't think that Springdale Rogers or Fayetteville Bentonville uh Fort Smith is is as something to be proud of and they won't admit it because a lot of you know, you either puff out your chest really big when you're from a, as i said a tertiary market mm-hmm. or you suck it in but either way you're compensating mm-hmm. 
or you you know, it, it, there's a feeling and then you get around people in your scene and it's like, instead of all just saying we're all good, to some, my mom taught me from early age, there's a rump for every stump. And there are people I can't stand in the artistic scene. And that helped me be, like I said, it happens in all scenes. Mm-hmm. And I would fight them, but when I throw a festival, I'll book them. <laughs> but just stay out of my way. Like, we don't have to talk to each other, but I don't have to make music putting your music down, mm-hmm. nor do I have to publicly say your name and I don't get along with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone backstage knows, but when we get out on stage, no, there's no, I, I would never mention it because it has no place to me in art. It has no place to me in community. Um, it's because I know that he's he's considered an indie artist just like me. No one sees the, the fine differences that we that I disagree with. Um, they just see us as we were just the indie rap scene. And me shooting him down is only gonna compete. We're competing if we're competing, we're competing against the mainstream and yeah. you know, and I think that's how um, Springdale, Arkansas, Tulsa, Oklahoma should see it. You're gonna have to band together and push through together because there's strength in numbers. Sorry, that was long-winded on the show. No, 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 it's great. Um, and that's that's fallen in line with something that you had said when the, the third season launched. Um, there was a video that was sent out where you were talking about um, how this is what rap needs, this community that you're building here in Northwest Arkansas. So can you talk, um, you've talked a little bit about the importance of community building, but maybe can you talk a little bit about how you've sought to create that kind of community here in the Northwest Arkansas corridor? Um, how is, you know, I think piggybacking off a lot of things that Cash is already doing mm-hmm. um, and entering in the spaces that they've provided and inviting in the element. Uh, initially, Groundways began in Colorado five years ago, and there was a, s- a similar organization to Cash, and they were having a trouble getting the youth in. And I assumed as an older guy, um, I don't know, I think I'm uh, a Gen Xer, border, you know, I'm late Gen X, mm-hmm. that, oh, like, these kids don't want to touch grass. They don't want to see each other. And um, But I would say I know what they need. I'll tell you, whippersnappers, what you need. You need to get out there and get on the microphone with people mm-hmm. instead of just in your on your screens. Right. But you're too scared to do that. And then I was surprised, and there's 250 kids that showed up. And they all wanted to rap and they were all like, whoa, you live here and you're into this? And I'm like, yeah, man. But so there's the the screens have divided us, but they have created desire. And I think in every community, just like here, there needs to be a a, a space created. Like, you know, in, in the in the woke world, there's, you know, in the conscious crystal world, they're like that holding space. And I know they don't mean holding space literally, but you literally need to hold an open space for for children, for the youth to yeah. congregate and be young. Mm-hmm. And uh, what Cash has done a great job of, and I try to do a great job of, is getting out of the way, opening the door, screaming for everybody to get in, and then backing up and letting them shape and, you know, adventure and create on their own. Okay. All right. And uh, so, Preston, I wanted to turn over to you. Um, as a performer, how has that sense of community that is built up in with the ground waves um open mic and the um, mentoring programs, how has that helped you to develop as an artist? Yeah, I, I think it goes beyond just artistry. I think it helped me develop who I am as an individual. You know, when I first came to the program two years ago, which it, it doesn't even sound real, that's <laughs> yeah. how long it's been since this started, but um, 
<laughs> a lot of people know that I'm the quiet guy who sits in the corner and doesn't say much. Like, that's my MO. Even when I performed on stage, I would sit down and basically whisper lyrics into a microphone over a hard trap beat. It was, it was, it was strange, but <laughs> I'll admit it. But over time, after meeting such talented, created, and uh, creative, pardon, and, and driven individuals, I've I found that it's easier to come out of one show when you realize that people actually care about the message that you're putting out into the world and that no matter what your message may be, it resonates with somebody. And Groundwaves in particular is a program that I think really helps you find the people that you resonate best with. You know, it's like Wood Murray said, a lot of people don't even realize that there are other creatives in their area that have similar interests, similar goals and, and desires. But when you're in a room filled with people who not in a physical level, but in an emotional and creative level look like you, it just brings out the best in you. And I think that's the absolute best part of what this program does. Wonderful. And I'm sorry, I forgot to mention your performer name. Could you uh, <laughs> tell us your, or share that information with us? Now? Yes, it's Bambi. But since when the name was first created, there was a mouse that owned the, the rights to that name. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to battle that. So the A's and X. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I apologize for not getting that there in the the beginning. Hey, no worries. <laughs> okay. So, um, just to kind of like talk about the statistics of the program, um, how many people have been involved with Groundwave since the beginning, and how have you seen the mission change? Oh man, does this Cash have that information? I, don't I could give you a rough estimate, okay. but if it's any indication as to how much this thing has grown, we've lost a couple of phases like any program has over time. But at the last event that we did, we had over 60 people sign up to perform in a single open mic. So it's quite an expansive program between the three chapters. And keep in mind, this is <laughs> that last event that had over 60 performers was just in one of the three locations. So... It's kind of hard to keep track of every individual that's walked through the door, but we can tell you who we expect to come on a day-to-day basis, and that number's grown quite a bit. Okay, all right. Um, And what has surprised you over the last three years, um, MERS, and over the last two years when um, Preston in in this, with this program? This program, specifically the Arkansas chapter, um, well, Tulsa as well, like, uh, I would say the level of talent, but uh, I think that, yeah, I think the level of talent surprised me when I first got here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't continue to surprise. Now I'm like, okay, there's there's people that can rap really well everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but the willingness to to go out on the edge and also, like, we've had people from Bentonville Brewery come that were fans of mine, and then I saw them at the Run the Jewel show. I was like, hey, you need to check out your local kids. And then they actually come, and they're like, yo, can we get do a beer with you guys and, like, get the guys down to the brewery? Like, the way the community has received our community has been the next pleasant surprise. Like, anyone I tell, they're going to come. You know, the um, Fayetteville Public Library. Um, it's just people from all corners of the community coming, coming out to support and – that's that's super rad to me. Like, oh, uh, I met a gentleman named Rum Wolf last month, and like, he doesn't rap at all, you know. <laughs> 
but he's like, I know some of the rappers, and they invited me, and I came, and then we went to have beer at, mm-hmm. at uh, Oddfellow. After. Like, it's just, the community is growing outside of hip-hop, and to me, that's the surprise, is how I, oh, wow. you know, I have a friend named Clint who used to be a VP at LA Times, and he moved here, and then he was a, a, a journalist. Yeah. And he's like, I rap. And he's like, I'll get up and rap. <laughs> and so he rapped for the first time on stage. And, you know, then he started throwing parties in his backyard and inviting the Groundways artists to perform at the parties at his house in his backyard. And that's what I didn't expect. Uh, and it's it's great. I love I love the love. To, to All right. Read, corny. You know? <laughs> no, no, it's not corny. We want to hear that. Um, and so you talked a little bit about the participants then, um, and I know the participants aren't just rappers. There's like, there's beat makers, there's spoken word artists. There's, yes, there's, there's singers. We've had a dancer. We haven't seen her this season. I hope she comes back. But I consider anything hip hop to be, you know, the the right, to boom bap like the four four time mm-hmm. kick kick drum and a snare. Mm-hmm. No matter how slow or how many hi hats or how few hi hats there are. If it's four four time, and it's repeating and looped, mm-hmm. it's hip hop. Um, to me, if it rhymes, because hip hop comes from spoken word and poetry, and you know, on a good day, rap can can be poetry. So you know, that's why I white. And then we had a gentleman come in and just sing um, last month because he heard it was an open mic, and I think that that that's relevant. To, there was a time, the first ground waves in Colorado, we had a, a guy who played the violin. He wanted to learn rap, and he was the, one of the best violinists in Colorado and mm-hmm. travels around, plays well, but he wanted to hide it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you come and do that because people who play the violin listen to rap now. In the 80s and 90s, there were people, I never heard of rap, I don't listen to rap. Mm-hmm. Now, especially with music being as free as it is, mm-hmm. everyone everywhere is into everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a couple of genres on their phone. You know, even the it used to be a hard no on country for everyone. Now everyone has even some country songs. Like I wouldn't go out and buy a Willie Nelson tape when I was ten years old, but if it was free on Spotify and so I heard, I, yeah, give me that. Yeah. You know, I love coming when I fly in here and I get a rental car that doesn't have a CD player and I don't like to stop. I'm old. I don't do Bluetooth well. I'll just listen to the radio. And I found some amazing country songs. I love turning on the country. It's just like, okay, and now I can just save it on my phone. I don't have to spend $3 on the record. And I can add that to my thing. So we've, we've, we've had all kinds of genres. You don't have, you don't have to rap, um, to be there. So yeah, we've had spoken word. We've had, we've had everything and we've had LGBTQIA, you know, we've had non-binary people. We've had people fresh out of jail. We've had, uh, like people, like some people who from Los Angeles who've never rapped, that have been music journalists their whole lives and never, <laughs> you know, it, it's so there's there's room for everyone. We have aunties that just know some of the kids from working in high school and they come to support. We have auntie section and <laughs> Patty, shout out to her, like she she just comes every month to dance and support everyone. So we we've had I had a man come from Fort Smith and bring his. 10 and 11 year olds and then a couple of other our community brought there and I flew my 10 year old out and they just in the medium lets them run around crazy so it's it's just really it's for everyone and hopefully I would like punk rock uh, rap anything that wants to live has to be a youth culture but really I think in America it's the punk rock and, and rap still and 
if I could invite anyone, it would be the children. And what I'm still looking for, since we're on this podcast, I am still looking for hip hop rappers. Hip hop. Hip hop. What is hip hop? Hip hop are basically Dixie rappers, like redneck rappers. They tend to fly the Confederate flag, and it's the most insane thing I've ever seen. But I know it exists. And living in California, I did a report on it for Hip Hop DX. But now I'm here where it exists. I know. And I want to tell them you're welcome. You're welcome. You can wear your MAGA hat. Whatever it is you want to do, come down and be a part of our community. Because I am firmly of the belief that hip hop transcends politics and everything. And if we're going to move together as a nation or as just a human race, we're going to have to start having hard conversations. And music is a great way to start those conversations. And um, I like that I'm the barrier there because I can... I will stand in front of you and no one's going to attack you or we're both going to be attacked. I just want everyone to feel safe. And we haven't had any indigenous rappers as well. Those are the two things that we have one. Yeah. Indiglo actually. Oh, Indiglo. Yeah. He's on the spectrum of everything. So yeah, yeah. are they are on the spectrum of everything? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I'd like to see more um, kids. If you know, kids from the rest come and, and rap. That, that would be amazing to me. So if we can get the quoting, like, to be stereotypical, from the trailer parks and the res, I need more involvement. I don't know how to reach them. Um, it's a little out of my wheelhouse. Uh, but we're going to get there. Okay. Well, this is a great way to reach out and get that message out there. I did read um, in our, um, in a, in the last interview that we did, with you you said we're going to respect your pronoun we're going to respect your sexual orientation we're going to respect your race we're going to respect your political view but you can't suck and if you suck we're going to let you know <laughs> that's what yes. you had promised yes beforehand. that still stands <laughs> okay because we don't get better without it's a safe space but not you know like i said i'm like a borderline gen xer you know, <laughs> not not a safe space someone's going to criticize you but the critics can't hide just like you can't like you're not going to be some random you know, hate monger H two O three 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 in the YouTube comments. I'm gonna point out the loudest person, and if you have something to say, it has to be constructive. Um, but so that yeah, so th- th- and those back to full circle, course, yeah. back to the haters. If you're a hater, if you're a professional hater, like the guys on the Muppets, I know the people aren't old enough, but they just wish you. If you want to, we need those guys. Come out and you know, hey, why don't you put the microphone in your ear? It'll sound better. Like those guys, come down. You know. Okay. It's Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. Yes. <laughs> yes, I need those guys. Those are part of that's that's part of art. Get your feathers ruffled. Not everybody's gonna like you, and you need to be okay with that. And the people who don't like you might say something that'll make you better. Um, yeah. And but yeah, the, I'm not gonna let anyone stand up and say you suck because you did trap rap, or <laughs> you suck because you know you rapped about my girlfriend. That's not right. But. Any other, in a respectful way, rapping about someone's girlfriend. Please don't take off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, and just getting back to that, how do you approach mentoring, specifically with people who aren't rappers, per se, with people oh, who are Oh, it's perfect doing... for, for Bambi sitting right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's pushed the limits. Oh, man. Um, I don't remember the funniest day ever. This is kind of unrelated, but semi-related. Mercy used to have a rule. You can't talk about relationships. And one day, I was like, I'm not a rapper. I'm not even really a producer anymore. I'm more of an administrator. 
gonna break that door down <laughs> and then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah now no. i've got two therapists one named stephanie and one named mers <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, yeah that's how i approached mentorship i used to have walls up what we can't talk about and um I, I'll just sit with anyone and talk. Like music is the foundation. Hip hop culture is the foundation for us coming together and for the community. However, you know, if you need, you know, like talked about people, people's reinterest. It astounded me how many people have been in prison in this in this small town. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll, I'll say it like it astounds me that all of them are some some type of Latino, and that's a problem. You know, I shouldn't be able to get in the room and then say who's who's been in jail and, it, and only the brown people raise their hand. Like, I'm not used. To, I'm, I'm used to doing, being only the black people, but <laughs> I'm like, you know. So talking to them is just like talking about reentry and talking about society and just. And I can't say no. We're only here to talk about music. So I used to approach music okay. mentorship like, um, I believe it was Jesse who who helped me start the Groundways Colorado chapter. I was just gonna do the open mic, and he said you should stay a day. And talk to people, and I said, no one wants to talk to me. <laughs> and then the list fills up fast. I, I could imagine. So yeah. we usually do, you know, ten to twelve hours. Sometimes I meet people afterwards, and just I make space and, and make time for for everyone, and we talk about anything. So my approach is nothing. I say, take what you want, because I'm still learning, and I've learned a lot through that by breaking down that barrier and just being open. Um, you know, we had a uh, is it DJ Spider or is it just Spider? Spider crazy. Spider. It's DJ Sewell. Sorry. Sorry, Spider and Sewell. Um, But to, you know, we we want to have more of a representation of the trap community and more mainstream rap. And we weren't getting it. And uh, I mentioned that. And two of the guys from our community brought Spider to sit down. And Spider was like, this is why. And this is why. And I was like, okay, I strongly disagree. And we had, a you know, a very, I don't say heated, but it got a very strong conversation. And at the end of the day, I was like, okay, you're right, Spider. You know, like, this is what we have to do to move this community forward. Um, so the mentorship has gone all, and I'm not mentoring Spider. Spider, you know, is very, you know, established. Right. But it was just, it, it was just a, but the, the, the younger dudes I do mentor brought him to the table, and that was commendable because I didn't know how to get a hold of him. And so hopefully we can see the community grow and flourish. And Spider is a mentor in his own right and just creating a space where, I'm not the only person you can come to because I don't know about what you may want to know about um, from the perspective you're coming. So that's to me, um, I guess how the, how I mentor is very, very loose. It was very firm at first. Like Mm -hmm. talk about how you hold the microphone, how you structure a song, Mm -hmm. how you do your hooks, Mm -hmm. how you can upload your music, what your publishing means. And I know all that because I've, Mm -hmm. I've started selling tapes on the street Mm -hmm. and I've signed a Warner brothers records. Mm -hmm. I've had a festival, I've I've done everything. There's pop. I've made my own movies. I've made my own video. I've done everything. There's nothing in rap you can do that I haven't done. Mm-hmm. But now we've are outside of rap, and um, so yeah, I, I I definitely appreciate the the lessons I've learned, and uh, so yeah. Also yeah, calling all um, parents. <laughs> I'm still a new parent. So, if, <laughs> so you want someone to come up there and yeah, I'll tell you, you yeah, I'll, exactly. We can, <laughs> we can do half of the session about music, and then you can tell me about because you know my oldest is ten, and I got a long way to go, and I come from um, a background with not a lot of experience. So it's just a way I just look at it as now. It's like making friends and building community. 
Okay. All right. But you can also help with those like technical details with how you hold the microphone. Microphone. Yes. And yeah. And stuff. how to, you know, how to like be an artist in a relationship. I understand that, mm-hmm. you know, um, being an artist coming out of, um, being in prison. Like I, I have friends that are incarcerated that went on to have rap careers. Like if I don't, if I haven't been through it, I know someone. So anything relating to music, mm-hmm. um, and life, I can probably answer, you know, how to tour and be a dad, when to stop touring and be a dad or a husband or a mom. Um, I've definitely seen a lot. Preston, I've talked a little, we talked a little bit about how, um, you've, uh, changed your performance a little bit. Do you think that this program has helped you become more confident as a performer and as, you know, as someone who's just existing in this world, <laughs> for a lack of a better way to say that. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, I think it's made me too confident. <laughs> um, recognition has always been something that I absolutely hate. You know, I could make the next Picasso piece. I'd be like, nah, it was the community who did it. I was there. But, you know, <laughs> it's not for me. But I think when you're in the room with so many people who will have to be you know, there's a certain level of confidence that you have to have to be an artist. You have to have a certain level of faith within yourself and your art to say, oh, yes, I'm good enough to be here and to, to make it into the rooms that I'm actually in. Mm-hmm. So when that's, I wouldn't say your competition, but your your peership, you know, it, you don't have a choice but to step up who you are to the next level. And I've seen people who I think I've heard three words from in the past two years. Mm-hmm. You know, a producer in particular comes to mind. But if you get to know her, she's, like, on fire at all times, makes amazing music, and, you know, knows who she is, even if it doesn't seem like she's got a lot to say. Like, she knows far more about who she is and who she wants to be. And, you know, she'll thank a lot of that to Ground Waves. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a it's a really beautiful thing to see the progression of people from being the, the garage performers to the stage performers that we see today. Okay, all right. Um, and I just for both of you, um, what do you want to say to listeners who are curious about participating but are too anxious or maybe think that they don't have enough skill on to get on stage? Yeah, I, w- I was going to say that with a person like not everyone like I'm, I'm a rapper and people are like, oh, are you going to sign me? I'm not here to sign you. I'm not here to do any of that. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to have a career making music. And I think the streaming services make it incredibly hard, mm-hmm. you know. And I use the analogy, like if you're a coal miner, you're from Ireland and you were working in the coal mines of West Virginia all day, if you could play the fiddle or whatever afterwards, you didn't get carried to work the next day on a platinum chair. <laughs> you got to went to work. You may get an extra helping of mashed potatoes at the fire. You may get to skip out, skip out on making the fire if you play the music while they make the fire. But that was it. Yeah. Musicianship is just about community and, and having a voice. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm not I'm not here to do that, and I'm not here to criticize. I'm I'm here to meet you where you are. If you get up there and say it's your first time, then I'm not going to boo you. I'm not. <laughs> but just to to know you're an artist, I always tell because I I try to stay at the front and meet everybody, especially new faces. And some people say like, oh, I don't want to get up. And then halfway through, they're like, oh, these people are nice as heck. All right, I'm gonna, <laughs> let's go. I'm going to give it a go. And they're usually met with, you know, like I think showing up is the hard part. If you're listening to this and you thought about it, that's a huge step. If you listen to this and you show up, that's a step. If you listen to this, you drive by and don't come in, that's a step. And I'm happy 
that you made that step for yourself because what I want to do is make build community and make everyone more confident because if you get up on stage a couple times I don't know if you'll be the greatest rapper but I know you'll be more confident and when you go into your next job interview or when you step in front of your church the next time or when you're selling you know you can be a car salesman whatever it is it'll give you momentum into and so you know and you'll meet people who encourage you yeah yeah so we're we're yeah there's nothing to fear Sorry for go ahead, no, go ahead. interrupting right there, but I can't name a single time where I saw somebody enter ground waves and didn't leave with more energy than they came in with. You know, there's always a brighter smile on people's faces, a lot more bravado, bravada at the end of the day. It's it's insane. It's just like you said, it, it just take that first step. Yeah. I don't if you yeah, if you come alone, I've never seen someone come alone and then leave and i don't know who knows each other so i'll come up to a regular and be like oh you knew them like no i just met them tonight i'm like oh wow like some you know you're gonna leave with a friend or not a friend are you gonna leave knowing someone you're not gonna leave unspoken you know like it's we're not that big yet either um we're big but we're not big to the point where we get lost someone's gonna see you and someone's gonna talk to you um that's that's our goal and that's it and if you like i've had people all saying like yeah, I do this, but I'm not going to do it today. And I know enough to know that halfway through, you're going to get up there. I mean, <laughs> I haven't, most people, or you're going to come back next month. People will say, okay, I got it now. I see what this is. I'll be back. So give us a chance. And it's free, you know, thanks to Cash and, and our glorious sponsors. Like, you have nothing to lose. I, I have everything to lose if I, if I scare you. All right. And then the upcoming... The next upcoming dates for Ground Waves, um, I have July 11th, August 8th, September 12th, and October 10th. Um, will those be at the medium, or do you think those will be at other... All the rest of them, I think, will be at the medium. All the rest of the medium. And what time do the shows generally start? 5 p.m. is the sign-up, and then the show starts at 6 p.m. Great. And we usually go until, like, something. Around 9 Oh, around That's nine. our usual cutoff. Praise God. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if people want to know more, uh, what inf- where can they go for more information? Uh, please follow us on Instagram at Ground Waves Hip Hop. And groundwaveshiphop.com should be coming by the time this airs, God okay. willing. And, uh, yeah, check us out there. And if you're on Spotify, there is a Ground Waves you just search Ground Waves Hip Hop Playlist, mm-hmm. and I try to add all of our artists to the playlist. And that, that's why I want to, like, if you come and you you join us, I'm going to add your song to the playlist. So you'll get one more follower on Spotify. You'll get one more follower. And that's, they want, you want to see the numbers on Ground Waves. I follow everyone who's ever come, mm-hmm. and I usually don't follow anyone else. Like, I follow my mom. and But anyone, <laughs> everyone I follow is usually an artist, and I think we're over 1,000 people. A lot of people measure followers. I measure how many people. I follow, and that's how big our community is, okay. for sure. If you look at those numbers, then you get to the Spotify playlist, and you can see because not all of our artists put out music. We do have people that are just casual performers, but I think there's about at least sixty or seventy artists on our playlist from from New York. We've had people fly out from New York to to California, uh, so there's a huge um, network for you to tap into. You can find. We've had someone find a significant other. We've also like started a church like i've been to church you know like i love jesus and you know but i don't push that on anyone but like i found through the one-on-ones we start talking about god and faith and then someone's like i didn't know i could talk about that yeah talk about that and then we've like okay well let's just have church in your front yard 
and I've, you know, been here on a Sunday. And so like, you can find the, you know, our, 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 one of our non-binary participants was able to start their own open mic okay. and something that's more comfortable for the LGBTQI plus community. And the medium was happy enough to like house it. I was like, okay, you want to do this? Talk to this person and let's make it happen. And they had a successful open mic. Um, so we, I never know. But if I see you're into something and you're into wood whittling <laughs> and I can find another person that has a lumber yard, I'm going to connect you to our forest. I'm, I don't know if you know this, but that actually happened. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, that actually happened at Crownwoods. A wood whittler? Yeah, we have a woodworker who's come to our show who's actually got her own business in downtown Springdale. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's really, really specific that you said that, but wow. that had actually happened. <laughs> at Crownwoods. So, yeah, you okay. never know. All right. Well, um, thank you both for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule to talk to me. Um, and we'll get this online soon. Awesome. All right. Thank you both. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right.